combining two technologies can often be cumbersome. On this podcast, you will learn how Citrix Technology Alliances are solving industry challenges and empowering people to unlock their full potential. Here is your host, tech columnist, podcaster, and best-selling author, Neil C. Hughes. In this series, I invite guests from Citrix and their partners to spend a little time with me and share how they're solving real-world problems for businesses, not just on their own, but by working together. And today, I learn how Citrix and Apps2Digital have built a partnership that is solving problems for businesses at a time when they're being bombarded with more tech and more apps. Essentially, Apps2Digital can automate and rapidly modernise applications to new environments. And one of today's guests works and helps implement solutions to solve that never-ending issue of understanding the application workloads that are required to give customers the ability to truly manage their application catalogue. But enough from me, let's bring Citrix and Apps2Digital onto the podcast so we can learn about how they work on their own, but also how they're solving problems at scale with technology to solve problems for their customers. So a big warm welcome to the podcast, guys. But can you tell the listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you do? My name is Nitin Sharma. I'm actually a senior product marketing manager at Citrix uh, under the umbrella of Citrix Workspace Services, specifically focusing on app and desktop virtualization. My name is Nigel Woods. Um, I'm business development manager for apps to digital and uh, I'm, I've been a Citrix consultant for the last 22 years and uh, helped form a Citrix Platinum partner in the UK uh, and then created the European side for FS Logics, which we sold to Microsoft. Now, I am conscious there's going to be a lot of people tuning in and hearing about Apps2Digital for the very first time. So to begin with, can you just tell me a little bit more about the kind of problems that you're solving with Apps2Digital? Yeah, sure. So uh, what we've created is an application lifecycle management portal, basically. So what we do is put an agent onto the end user's devices, uh, and then we can uh, gain a lot of information around what those applications can do. So we have a process of discovery um, where we can discover the resources used, uh, what applications are used, who are using them. Um, and then we can assess and create an automated deployment of many of these applications to any sort of cloud-based or physical desktops uh, that, that gives you the best opportunity to um, put the applications into the right place um, rather than just uh, having one single platform. Um, these days, it's very much a hybrid uh, model of uh, where these applications sit. And we can give you those details in one portal to allow you to give, give you the information to allow you to put this in the right place at the right time. And just to bring everyone up to speed from a Citrix standpoint and set that scene, what is workspace with intelligence? And what does that mean for the, the average end user that might be listening out there? Yeah, so we introduced the uh, Citrix workspace with intelligence uh, last year. Uh, this is an, sort of an evolution from the Citrix workspace, which we introduced a couple of years ago. Our intent with the workspace is to kind of deliver that, um, you know, that the the sort of workspace for the end users for that that future worker or that, you know, actually modern worker to help streamline um, a lot of things that they do from a day-to-day, uh, making sure that the fact that they're 
productive, but we also, you know, they get the Citrix administrative tools on the back end, uh, the admins, so they can actually ensure that end users are both productive, but also that they're ensuring that corporate security is maintained. And enterprises have always had a large number of apps, but that's just increasing year after year. But can you expand on how users interact with a lot of these apps and only utilize certain aspects of the app too? This is actually kind of helps develop the kind of going into the, the weeds as far as like why we developed the intelligent workspace. So I'd like to use the example of like a fax machine or actually your office printer. Um, most people... It's a big, bulky machine in the office. Most people walk up to that and they just need to do one thing, make a copy. Um, but it does 2,000 different other things or, you know, I'm sure I'm exaggerating there. But so think about it from the enterprise app. Um, there's a lot of applications out there that these organizations implement, but um, a specific end user only needs to do one specific thing. Like, for example, we use an application internally um, that is, uh, when I need to log in to request time off, um, I need to log into the application. I need to go a few different steps to find the actual PTO request form and then request time off. So that whole process just for me to request time off can take about, you know, two to three minutes versus when we're looking at the intelligent workspace is to give that actionable item for that end user for that specific application activity within the actual Citrix workspace, uh, the home screen. So when I launch my Citrix workspace, um, I can actually just request uh, you know, time off. Um, we use what's called micro apps, uh, micro app technology. So basically you're taking an action within an application and making a, a little micro app around that. Um, so examples of this is sort of like if you're using um, Outlook, um, and you wanted to send a calendar invite, instead of having to launch Outlook, you can just schedule or create a calendar invite from your Citrix workspace uh, home screen. Um, so that's just one aspect of it. That's just the, the micro app stuff. Um, there's other things that it'll actually come through and, and give intelligent feeds, um, things that are outstanding that you need to do when you log in in the morning. Like I'll show you like the different meetings that you have, the different... Um, you know, if your uh, a job function requires approving expense reports, I'll show you like these are your exp- outstanding expense reports to approve um, without having to actually log into that application. Um, I mean, this is sort of building on the fact that we've we've had a number of success on um, you know application and desktop virtualization and delivering um, you know end user productivity with centralized management. Um, we're dealing with applications with centralized management. So this is just going beyond that by helping streamline the number of applications in the enterprise and, and making sure that the the end user itself is, is going to be more productive as these applications start being more and more come, come to the enterprise. And listening to you both talk there, I've got a great vision of, of what you're doing and how you're helping businesses. But I'm really interested in exploring how you guys are working together and solving problems together too. So what can Apps2 Digital do in, let's say, a Citric environment, especially in terms of applications? And by that, I mean such as app performance, rationalization, packaging and, and deploy, etc. Can you expand on that for me, Nigel? Yeah, sure. So going to Nitin's um, explanation of micro apps, um, one of the things we can do is we can look and analyze the SaaS apps, the software as a service apps that are being run at the moment, and then we can uh, understand which portions are being used by how many people in the, env- in the um, environments, 
Um, and then we can start mapping these to which ones could be used as micro apps. We hope to go even further and actually be able to develop those micro apps as well. This is sort of as we move forward with the product. But at the moment, we can do that piece. At the moment, we've seen um, Citrix working. The way they've had to work with this is really to, to ask uh, and do surveys to find this information out. If we can quantify this um, automatically, it gives a, a, a massive insight into how we can use these micro apps in, in any environment. So this is not just around Citrix virtual desktop, virtual apps and desktops. This is all about the, the broader aspect of any physical desktop implementation. Um, we see a lot of enterprises where they have um, just a sort of, uh, it could be anything from service desks to um, call centers where they're very process driven and they're not necessarily where apps and um, virtual apps and desktops sit, um, so it's much more around physical desktops, and we can then start using Citrix workspaces and micro apps to uh, to to utilise those pieces to uh, solve their problems as well. And from a Citrix standpoint, how do you see this working with micro apps of common SaaS apps, where users can perform tasks of that app specific to their role? So the, um, the micro app technology, when it comes to SaaS, is, it's very similar to what, um, it's not just limited to just uh, Windows or Linux-based uh, published applications um, for customers that are out there using Citrix. So um, it's actually being extended over to SaaS applications too. And we're seeing a lot more SaaS applications come into the actual workplace um, as more and more organizations or software, software companies are, are transitioning over to SaaS models. So from there, you know, like there are certain things that um, when you're looking at SaaS applications that um, you can maybe determine how a specific end user is using that, that SaaS application, right? So I guess a good example would be uh, like a CRM software, like a SaaS software. Uh, um, I would think about Salesforce at the top of my head. Um, there's various ways to use Salesforce, different um you know, different uh, like users use it very differently. Um, so it's sort of like, um, let's say if I'm a, uh, a salesperson, I can actually go through and and if I continuously keep, uh, you know, maybe creating new leads or creating new uh, sales opportunities, which is like a sales record, um, it can maybe determine that that's my main actionable item. And then that would be something that the admin can develop a little micro app for. Um, so they can actually just, let's say when they log into their workspace, instead of having the launch and going into the actual full on application, they can actually just click that, create a new opportunity record, a little, it'll be like a little icon on their Citrix workspace and they can click that and they'll be able to create that new opportunity record. So it saves them time, um, without having log in. And again, it, it may sound very trivial when we're saying that, we're reducing the amount of time that they spend within an application and switching back and forth between apps and stuff. Uh, but we've done, McKinsey's done analysis on it, and we've seen that the fact that these little micro um, activities, if you were to streamline them, can actually help uh, not only any user be productive, but also improve the overall employee experience, but also the, um, you know, rev the revenue goals of the organization too, right? If employees are more productive, they can do more more activities within a certain time frame, which improves, you know, improves overall outcomes. 
And Nigel, how are your customers leveraging Apps2 Digital to provide those insights to admins on the key utilization of apps and, of course, the tasks users perform within those apps? Yeah, so going back to Nitin's piece first, um, the the fact that people are using these micro apps um, is going to be a significant saving in resources as well, performance. Um, one of the challenges that we're seeing uh, with SaaS apps is the actual performance of the internet browser that's uh, associated with it. Uh, I, I quite often will see uh, a Chrome browser using two gig, gig of memory and 15% of the processor time, um, just one SaaS app for one person. Uh, so we're, if we can stop them from coming through that internet browser and using workspace, then there's, there's a significant saving in the amount of resources used um, both from a physical desktop and a virtual desktop performance base, which then allows us to to streamline what we're delivering, so um, uh, and, and improve the overall performance as well as uh, the ability for a, a user to do it, do it, do his job, but the actual performance of the system as well. And, one of the key things for us is that we're not just looking at these SaaS apps, we're looking at any application. We want to be able to take any of those applications, understand the resources needed, um, and then be able to appropriately size uh, the endpoint to what's required for those users. And Nigel, one concept that does fascinate me, I, read, I recently read about your passion for evergreen computing. Do you mind if I just ask you to expand on that? One of the things that uh, we find is, but as we go through this process of discovery, assess, package, and deliver, um, up till now, what we've done is we've done this sort of every five or six years. We go back and we rediscover, we reassess, repackage, we deliver. Um, essentially, when a new OS comes out, we we repackage. Um, well, that's changed. Um, so evergreen computing is all about this semi-annual support channel. Uh, applications and particularly the operating system. So Microsoft and Citrix um, are now having a semi-annual channel, which every 12 to 18 months, uh, you have to basically either upgrade or rebuild to keep into support. And if you don't do that, then you become out of support of one of these companies. So as we go through this application lifecycle management, we're not just going through this once every six years. We're going to have to recycle every probably eight to 12 months to get a new image in to start again. So with Appster Digital, we have that automated. We have the reminders to tell you where you are in this process um, so that you can help track as you go through this process to um, to keep that. And that's called Evergreen. And we'll see a lot more of that and, and hear a lot more of that as we go through uh, this year, I, I really believe. And from a disaster recovery standpoint, Citrix supports workloads in multi-clouds. For example, organizations can sometimes have in Azure, some in Google, some AWS. So how does this relationship make that process easier? Yes, yeah, so we, we are completely multi-cloud. We will deliver to uh, any cloud platform. Um, but more importantly, we can deliver directly into Citrix Cloud. So Citrix Cloud itself could be on any of those platforms, whether that be Azure, Google, Amazon. And we 
uh, are independent of those. So our portal can communicate with any of them uh, and we can automatically deploy to those Citrix clouds. So we can actually say, I would like to have this application. I want to package it, deploy it and publish it directly into Citrix cloud, irrespective of which uh, cloud platform that is. And uh, just to add to that, you know, because of the fact that um, customers could be running multiple workloads, like workloads and multi clouds, our products are designed into, you know, support the ability to be on multi cloud. So some customers that we've had, I've had conversations with are looking into improving disaster recovery. So they may looking at a hybrid approach or they may look at, you know, they'll run some workloads on Azure or Google Cloud um, in the event that there's maybe an Azure outage, they can switch workloads over to Google Cloud, you know, or like sort of like it's just it's sort of that multi-cloud hybrid cloud approach um, can help them maintain business continuity in the event that there's an outage from one vendor to the other and move stuff back and forth. And looking to the future, what was it excites you about how Citrix and Apps2 Digital are ultimately working together? And I'll let you take that one away first, Nigel. Uh, for me, this is the ability to assist in the discovery process. Uh, if we can get that discovery process better and more organized, it gives Citrix the ability to reach a, a larger uh, customer base, um, particularly on the micro apps piece I'm really excited about what we can do between us on there. But as a whole, if we can get that desktop analysis piece right, we can make sure that the correct and most appropriate Citrix infrastructure is put uh, for the customers. Yeah, and I think um, that sort of information is very important when it comes to helping develop our goals with the Citrix workspace of intelligence. And, uh, you know, again, our, our intent when we rolled out with that is to ensure, it's basically to change the way people work um, you know, and and sort of give them the optimized way of working compared to how they may be used to working, um, which could be, you know, that switching between apps and having to log in multiple times. So if we were able to get more data as far as how users are actually using or, or working on specific endpoints that could help, you know, train that information back into the actual workspace and then help us develop um, you know, a, a little bit more of a streamlined workflow for that end user. So we're going forward, we're making sure the end users are productive when they're, you know, as, as more and more technology starts entering the works, the enterprise and more apps start entering the enterprise and, and they keep kind of coming in and, and ensuring that, um, you know, we're giving organizations and administrators as well as end users a, a solution that actually helps them, helps them be you know, be, become productive without, um, instead of hindering it. And just for everyone listening, I'm conscious we've covered a lot of ground today, uh, equally about Citrix and Apps2 Digital and how you're working together. So for everyone listening, how can they find out more information about Citrix and Apps2 Digital? So from Apps2 Digital perspective, uh, if we if you go to flexible.com slash Apps2 Digital, uh, all the details are on there. Yeah, and uh, for Citrix, you can actually just go to citrix.com slash workspace. So I love how Citrix and Apps2 Digital are solving problems in your own right, but it's particularly exciting to hear how you're working together with this almost proactive approach to the challenges that are coming with this onslaught of apps and technology that are continuously entering the enterprise space at the moment. So a huge thank you for coming on and sharing your story of how you're working together. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. 
So many big talking points there from the vision that Citrix and Apps2 Digital share and how they're making a difference in building this future of work together. But I would love to hear your thoughts on today's conversation. Do you have any examples of companies working together for the greater good rather than working in silos or against each other? This is a subject that I'm fascinated by, and I always say at the end of every episode that technology works best when it brings people together. So please email citrixready at citrix.com or tweet us at citrixready and join this conversation by sharing your experiences and maybe, just maybe, together we can bring your ideas to life and help build the workspace of the future. So keep those messages coming in and I'll see you all next time.